Tonight I want to conclude on making the Word of God a final authority in our life. Hallelujah. There's a lot of things that we can really focus on, but the main thing we focus on is His Word, doing His Word, being a doer of His Word. Hallelujah. God, but God wants us blessed and prosperous. You know, a lot of, a lot of people in the world, they, whenever they hear the church say something about finances, they get, they get kind of nervous because they think all the church, all the ministers want is finances, and they have a misconception on, on that. Because finances is what, how to take the gospel to the world. It takes finances. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants us, us blessed and prosperous. He wants us to succeed. He will reveal to us what we need to know. If you would please turn with me to Jeremiah 29:11. Jeremiah 29:11. He says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, the thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you an expected end. The Amplified says, For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Amen? Now, the fact on welfare, you know, we hear it nowadays, the wealth, he wants our welfare blessed. He, want, he don't want us to focus on the governmental welfare. He wants us to focus on his welfare, what he has for us. If you would turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Hallelujah. Verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, Blessings and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Verse 20, that thou mayest love thy, the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life in, in the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. We are blessed with land. We are a blessed nation. 
That's why a lot of, of the other countries that we hear about, they, they don't like the United States because we are a blessed country no matter what the uh, news says. We're a blessed country. Amen? We're blessed. I wish, what I really wish to do is they would put on the news what positive things are taking place. But you find out when you look, you search the Internet, you find small areas where they, people sneak in some photos of, you know, our military uh, taking care of uh, kids, taking care of animals or whatever. They, they fail to, to show that on the media, the, the news, amen? He wants us to choose life. He wants us to be obedient to Him. That way we will be blessed. If you would tell me, please turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Chapter 28, verse 1 says, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Verse 2 says, And all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Now, in, uh, Deut- uh, in the Amplified, in verse 1 and 2, it says, If you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all His commandments, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you, on, set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. If we will listen, if we will do. What did I share uh, Wednesday night? Jesus only did what he heard the Father say to do. He only said what he heard. See, if we will do as he says for us to do, we're blessed. Verse 3, in the, back in the King James, Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed thou, shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and fruit, the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kin, kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be the, thy baskets and the, thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be submitting before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee from thee seven ways. Verse 8, The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all... and in all that thou set aside hand, hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee.
Back up here, verse 8, in thy storehouse. I want to, I want to share a testimony of the blessings that we have received. And I, I'm not saying we're all... To, no, it's the, it's the blessing. It's all God. When we... You know, back when we went to Branson, we went into certain stores. I tell you, we go up, we went into a suit place. Well, we had seen some suits on sale, so we did, uh, you know, checking them out, doing all this stuff. When we go to purchase them, they're less. Each one are less than what the sticker price said. And something I have learned um, on the Believer's Voice of Victory, you know, uh, Brother Ken Copeland, he was uh, had Brother Jerry Savelle on there. And they had was uh, saying that when you have favor, when you're blessed, you acknowledge it. And I told Brandon, I said, that's favor. I mean, right after, that's favor. And the guy heard me. You know, he's like, that is favor. And it was us acknowledging that we have favor, that's t- telling the world whether there may, there may not be anybody in the, the same building or there may be a whole bunch of people. And when I said, that's the favor. And I don't, I don't matter if he grand or whatever, but, you know, you acknowledge that you're being blessed. You're saying, they may not wonder why, you know, they're, okay, whatever. You know, but if when we acknowledge, when we listen to what God says, be obedient to Him. And there's something that, like I said before, a lot of the people in the world, when it talks about finances, when He says to give this amount, I encourage you to do so. Why? Let me tell you. When you do so, you'll see blessings upon blessings why do the why does everybody consider finances well back in the day in the old ter- in the times they had cattle they had sheep that's what they gave in representative well we have of course finances we go to work we get we give from the, from what we receive amen but and there was time at Sears that we went to get some stuff. And the guy says, you have uh, the protection plan? And we said, yes. He says, you saved 25%. Well, praise God. No. Then we get up to the counter. And I think it's one of the managers said, well, we got, we're, I'm getting ready to mark down these. There's some watch-type deals that they do for exercising. So I'm getting ready to mark them down. I think it's regular 40 some dollars down to A-something. I said, I asked her, I said, your mom like to have that because she's, you know, has a treadmill and everything? Yes. So I said, we'll take them both. I said, that's favor. Acknowledging that we have favor. Like I said, the world, all they're hearing is junk. You know, they may not ask what you're talking about. Because a lot of times they're, they listen to you and go on. But let me tell you, they hear someone else say, that's favor or that's a blessing then then they might start asking okay i've been hearing this blessing and favor 
then again, they may go to church and they may hear and say, hey, there are people actually, there are Christians actually speaking out that's a blessing in favor. But the fact is, a lot of, a lot of, of the body of Christ, I'm not saying here, a lot of the body of Christ are afraid or scared to say anything to anybody about a blessing or favor. They're scared. But why? Now, that takes boldness. Plain and simple. Whenever I heard that, I'm like, wow. You know, wow. But I tell you, when you acknowledge, when you acknowledge and see that there's blessings take place and you comment, that's favor. That's giving God glory. That's honoring Him. Hallelujah. Verse 10, And all people of the earth shall be, see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, and in the land which the Lord swore to thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open up thee in his good treasure, the heaven to, the heaven to give thee rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow." No, we've heard this before. When when you when you go to work, you know, everything I set my hands to shall prosper. When you're at home, anything I set my hands to shall prosper. Did you ever had one of those days where you heard of someone say, well, "Everything I touch just falls apart"? What you do is you speak to those hands. You speak to those hands and say, "You are blessed." Whatever I set my hands to shall prosper. You know, some people think you're crazy. Well, whether I do it or not, or whether you can call me crazy if you want to. But when they see that we're blessed, they think, "Wait a minute." Well, you told me y'all was crazy, so you might as well you might as well say that you're not wanting this. Amen. Hallelujah. Going on. <laughs> And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Favor. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them. You know, our speaking, our confession. Years ago, when Sabrina started Walmart, I told her, I said, oh, they'll give you a raise. Come to find out after she started, they didn't give her what they were supposed to be giving her, so they actually increased. They had the back pair. I said, when you start speaking, you say, well, how can you just speak? You just speak it by faith. When you speak the positive, you get the positive re results. Amen? Not, and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Now, one thing we, as the body of Christ, we've got to realize. We, we've got to quit expecting ourselves to be the tail and start being the head. We've got to expect. If His Word says it, we've got to expect it. If His Word says it, we've got to speak it. Amen? We've got to confess it. 
If it's his word, speak it. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. Verse 14, And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. We will stay focused on Him. Not go to the left, not go to the right. Because how many times, you know, you're, you're going through life and all of a sudden you get pulled to the left because someone says something to you to the left and over here to the right. Well, you ought to go do this, you ought to go do that, and you know it's not right. Again, that's the enemy using others to try to get you to go over here or go over there, but you know you're supposed to sit right here going forward. We need the Word of God to take place in our life. We need it to. Amen? It is, it is more, it's necessary. It's life. Amen? It's part of our life. And I encourage, you know, on uh, Deuteronomy 28, 1-14 to, to read it through the Amplified. Because, you know, 15 and on talks about not obeying and, and end up in curses. Amen? But we need the Word of God to take place in our life. In order for the Word to take place, our confession has to be in line with His Word. It, it has to be. Jesus only spoke what He was told us to say. Only. I only say what my Father says. I only do what my Father does. And you know what? I'm still working on that. I, ca- I, I catch myself in this situation, and I have to repent. I know that wasn't from God. I know it wasn't from God. Amen? We're still working on it. We're working on it. You know, daily, I'm working on it. You know, that's, that's the goal. I'm working towards only doing what He says to do. Amen? Confession brings possession. Confession brings possession. If we... Like I said, if we confess the wrong thing, we receive the wrong outcome. You say, well, I'll confess it. Well, continue to do so, and you'll find out. Guess what? What you've been confessing takes place. How many times you heard someone say, I think I'm catching a cold. I think I'm catching a cold. I'm not. I think I'm catching. Then find out. They caught a cold because they confessed it. They received it. They said it. They, they grabbed a hold of it. They may not realize that they grabbed it, but they grabbed a hold of it. They said it. As we sow the word into our hearts, we will be able to speak, confess the word by faith and see it manifest. See it manifest. We speak it by faith. This is what the word of God says. Say, Father, this is what your word says. He wants us to remind him. Not that he forgot, but he wants to know that you know. That way we can speak it. This is what your word says. First Peter 2 24 says, By his stripes I were healed. This is what your word says. I am healed. It's already done. I am blessed. You might get an uh, ugly note from your bang saying something about a bad deal, then in Jesus' name, that's not the final answer. The Word of God has to be the final answer. Amen? It may say it, but no, that ain't what 
That ain't what I'm standing on. That ain't what I'm agreeing on. The Word of God is changing that in Jesus' name. We need to stay committed to the Father and His Word. Because if we lack commitment, we lack fulfillment. Let me say that one more time. We need to stay committed to the Father and His Word. Because if we lack commitment, we lack fulfillment. You ever had Holy Spirit tell you to do something? It may, t- it may have been study this book, study this, study that, or do something, and you just kind of put it off, put by the wayside, you know, because there's times that we feel like we're too busy. Like I said, we feel like we're too busy. But it ends up being we just want to do something else. Amen. So being committed to His Word, speaking His Word, we will see results and see the Word of God manifest, take place. Jesus always spoke the positive. He always spoke His Word because He was the Word. He received it from the Father. You know, as I as I studied or read John, Book of John, and you know, it's, it's kind of funny how you read something, verse, a few verses here, a few verses there, you may never catch it, but when I read it, I come to understand that every Jesus only spoke of the natural like one time. The rest of it was by the Spirit. And that's why a lot of times the disciples, they couldn't, they had a hard time because, you know, even though they was right there with their t- the teaching, they had some times that they had a hard time understanding. But he always spoke by the Spirit, spiritual things. And they thought, just like Lazarus, well, he said he's dead. He said, then he had to come down and say, he's dead. He's gone. He's whenever he went. Even the ones, even Mary and others, they, you know, they was crying, oh, he's gone. Hey, he will live. Oh, yes, he'll live in the resurrection. I, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Amen. He spoke by the Spirit. A lot of them, a lot of them had issues, the, the issue of the, the natural. It's all the natural. Well, yeah, in the in the end, the resurrection. No, because he was he is the resurrection and the life. Amen. And that's what we've got to remind ourselves. Of, we live in the natural, but we live also in the spirit realm. We walk by the spirit. We see things in the natural. We walk by the spirit, and that's one thing to focus on is walk by the spirit. Whatever his word says. Walk by it. Fine line. Amen? Staying focused on the answer. If we are focused on the problem, 
then we are not focused on the Word of God, which is the answer. Amen? A lot of folks, well, you know, you hear this report, you know, doctor says this, bank says this. Kids are having problems at school. You know, they're focusing on the problem. He says that now, now, I'm going to focus on the answer, which is the Father, the Jesus is the answer. Start speaking to those kids. They will be successful in school. They will be in correction. They will do the right thing. You know, say, kids will be kids. Yes, they will. But you can still speak the word over them. Protection. That their ears will only be open to the positive thing. There's a lot of a lot of negative things. That's her Kim. Sister Kim, she's heard you know schools a lot of junk just by visiting schools of the kids learning. They 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 learn from other kids, and a lot of them don't realize that what they're learning is not good. They just hear it. Well, okay, and tell their thought. You cannot say that. That's that's not good. Amen. But as we pray, pray over the kids, pray over our jobs, pray, you know, wherever we, we go, that our ears will only be open to hear to him what he says to do. You know, kids are smart. Then when they learn, I can't say that, okay, I'm, you know. Kids can, can receive from the Holy Spirit. God can talk, speak to them. You know? They can tell them, I can't say that. I can't do that. And guess what? They will, you will see a change as we pray over them. We need to look towards the, what glorifies the Father, which is to focus on His Word, and be a doer of his word and not a hearer only. James chapter 1 verse 22 says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving our own selves. The Amplified says, But be, ye, be, but be doers of the word, obey the message. Obey, obey the message and not merely listeners to it, betraying our, yourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. It's too easy to reason. Well, Father, you know, it, I, I see what your, your Word says, but, you know, we're not perfect. You know, I, I deal with a lot of stuff, you you know you know this you know what I do you know you know what I do. He don't want to hear that. He don't want to hear the excuses. Amen. He wants to hear his word. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. We need we need to be cautious of the deception. You can hear it's it's amazing. When, when you when you discern something, 
You hear what people say, certain ones say, and you're thinking, they're just making excuses. Plain and simple. They're, they, might as well, they might as well just say, I don't want to do it. Because that's what you're hearing. And see, here's the thing. A lot of people in the world today don't realize that you can read them like a, like a book. And it's not, you, you know, even the expressions on their face. But you can, you, you hear what they say and you're like, no, I know the truth. Not going to put you down, you know, but I know the truth. They try to make an excuse. They, might, they try to make a way where they don't have to do it. Well, you say, never mind, just go do whatever you want to do. Okay, you know, that's what they, they want to get away from what they have to do. Get away from having to do the Word of God. You know, it's like this. We don't have to do the Word of God. Our per- personal will, we don't have to do it. Amen? But when we line up our will with His will, we're required. It's a requirement to do as He says to do. Be obedient to what He says to, to do when we're in His will. We say, Father, I will, I'm your vessel. I will do what you say to do. I will do it. Then that means back up to here to the commitment, being fully committed. Because if we're not fully committed, we miss out and don't fulfill what we need to fulfill. So we stay away from the reasoning of contrary the truth. We don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know. But so many so many want to bring up excuses because they're afraid you'll get you'll get mad. I'd rather someone be honest with me instead of just saying this and that, doing that. You just you know, go on, amen. In closing, we are victorious. We, we we need to stay in the we need to stay in the thought, the motion, the act of victory. Our minds, our confession, victorious. You know, someone says, "How how's your day? Great day." A lot of times they don't believe you. You know what? It's not by what I feel. It's by what I speak out of my mouth. I don't ask my body how I'm doing. I'm telling my body how I'm doing. I've got to. Because if I'm asking my body, your body wants to do, just lay down and do whatever. But when you say, you, body, you will line up. You will line up. There's some uh, a book by... Uh, uh, Charles Capps, God's created power for, for healing. And, you know, if, there, if I'm feeling something, or even when I'm not, it's preventive medicine, spiritual medicine. There's uh, confessions. And when you, and I believe it says, confess these, I think it's three times a day, and double it until the until faith comes. Until you, but when you confess it, you start 
you start listening to them confessions and you start saying, hey, I'm, you start building up. It don't take long. It don't take long because you've got positive words with your spirit coming in. But when you have negative words coming in, not only are you affecting yourself, but you're affecting those that are around you. And they don't even realize it. Amen? But as we confess it, by His stripes I am healed. I'm already healed in Jesus' name. Well, do you feel it? By His stripes I am healed. I don't have to confess that I don't feel it. There's a lot of times that if I'm feeling it, I don't say anything. Because I'll, I'll have it on my phone. I'll confess it. Here it is. In Jesus' name. And there are times that I will do it when no one's around. One time I'm at a store here about a week ago. I was, Grant uh, was uh, trying on something in the, in the uh, clothing area. And I had him, and I just kind of, I, I was looking around, you know, I just kind of, you know, where I could hear it, you know, just read it, read it, read it through and all that. It's wherever you're at. You don't have to be at church or you don't have to be at home. If when you got it right there, it's like having the word right there. Incline the ears to His saints. Incline the ears to their saints. But we are victorious, living victorious. You would go with me to First Corinthians fifteen fifty-seven. And as we shared this morning, freedom, freedom, we're victorious. Amen. We're free from captivity. We're free from bondage. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Amplified says, But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, you know, we if we would uh, make a make a confession of I am more than a conqueror, the enemy comes at uh like our sister said this morning, uh uh-uh. uh, no, I'm, I'm more than a conqueror. Greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. I am more than a conqueror. See that we we have the greatest weapon against the enemy that was being given to us, and it's the Word of God. And it's the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under earth. Here, here's one thing. You know, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. If it has a name, it has to bow. Sickness has a name, it has to bow. Poverty has a name. It has to bow. But here's another thing that we've got to do. Even though we speak it to bow in the name of Jesus, we've got to be wise. We've got to use wisdom on what we need to do. If we're dealing with a financial issue and we speak over our finances, we've got to be wise in how we do our spending. You say, well, ain't that neck? No, that's wisdom. However, the... Father says, spend, you spend. If he says, don't do this, don't do that. It, it's the fact of he, 
He's the only one. He, he's the only one that's going to cause us to succeed, to be blessed, to be prosperous. No, the confession, we're blessed, prosperous, and highly favored of God. And when we acknowledge that, once again, when we acknowledge that, it gives Him glory. It gives Him praise. Our, our focus as the body of Christ needs to be on, needs to be on what gives Him glory, what gives Him praise. We see a sale at a store, okay, Walmart, mall. We see a sale, praise God, hallelujah. You go to a restaurant, they give you a discount, praise God, hallelujah. You, you find a sale, uh, you know, you can go to a restaurant and find a sale, so you have specials, praise God, amen, everywhere we go, as he guides and directs us. Amen. I expect, I encourage each and every one of us, expect when we go someplace. Expect. Expect. When we come to church, expect. Amen. Because we're blessed by the best. You know. We're blessed. You need something for your house. Expect that you're going to get the the deal that you're supposed to get, get. You're going to be blessed. Amen? He's going to guide you on where you need to go to do this, where you need to go to do that. Because he has it. He's already set it up for you. He's already set those blessings. Here you go. Receive it. Some people say, well, how do you receive? It's like when you're receiving a gift. It's as simple as that. He says, just reach out and receive. Just reach out and receive. That's how you receive. That's how you show me how to receive. Just reach out and grab a hold of it. Because when you sit by faith, you sit in the Spirit, you sit by faith, I receive it, I grasp a hold of it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And again, as I shared this morning, Psalms 100, verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. See, when you got thanksgiving and you got praise, you're thanking him. When, when, when you thank him, even though you haven't seen it yet, you thank him. What you're doing is you're thanking him for what he's already done. He's already done it. You say, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for what you've already done. I thank you, Father, for you bringing me into the area that I need to receive, and I receive it. I receive it. I thank you for the uh, protection. I thank you for supplying all of our needs. But I just thank you for who you are. I thank you. You know, we don't always have to go to him for as a need. We don't always say, "Well, he knows what he knows what the situation is." Father, I just thank you. 
I've received, I've sown the seed. I've received my harvest. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I receive it. God already has it in store for us. It's kind of like a child going to their parents for their birthday and say, I want a bike. And that, and that parent has already bought them a bike. You know, they don't know it. But they say, I want a bike. I want a bike. It's like going to the Father. I thank you, Father, for this. He's already provided. Oh, we got to just say, thank you, Father. I praise you. Enemy, so in there, you're not going to get. Father, thank you. Devil, you get behind me. You're under my feet. I thank you, Father. Because the devil knows when you receive it, that builds your faith. You know. It's like when we, before we moved to Anderson here. You know, we talked about it. Green and I talked about it. Then it kind of went away for I don't know how many years. Then one day, it's like the Holy Spirit mentioned about moving again. So I went told her about it. She said, she was all, let's do it. So we put the house up for sale. And, you know, he had taught me in that time, he built my faith up. He built my faith up of how, what I needed to do. And there'd be times, you know, we, we found a house. We've seen a house, we found a house, and so on down the road, he was, he was just, I just speak, there's going to be someone come see the house. Just speak it out. He would text me or call me and say, someone's going to come see the house. It's, it's not, you know, we're vessels. We, we are vessels. We, he's got to use us as vessels to speak out. Amen? But I would speak out. Someone's going to come see our house. And we may have had two or three people come that day. Then one day, we um, found out the house that we were looking at has had uh, someone gave a, an offer, and so we had to decide if we was going to do it. Well, our house wasn't sold yet. Okay. And so we decided, well, Found out it, it the the uh, owners took the offer. Now some people would say, "Well, why? How come you didn't get the house?" I don't ask God questions. We got the house that we were supposed to, that we're in now. But God used this area to build my faith up, to increase my faith. I don't ask God why, why, why. I don't need to know why. Okay? I ended up having to release it because I had such a hold on it by faith that I had to release it. To search. But we went, or the realtor said, the realtor said, we, we, you got to find a house because you need a house. Your house is selling. I mean, the ones that called, uh, they called and found out that they made an offer, but they didn't have credit. So I told them, so I, 
And me, pray about it, and I'll get back with you. So I did, and I lied. The Spirit of the Lord said, do it. Do it, okay. So I told him, I said, receive it, do it, we'll do it. Now, we're stepping out in faith. All the glory goes to him. They're the ones that purchased our house. And you know, you hear all about closing costs, or closing time and stuff. I said, Father, we need to close on the same day on both houses. The same day. We need to close. We had a closing date of the one house. We need to close on the same day. We ended up, we closed on one house. And just shortly after that, in the same location, we closed on another house. And we started moving in. That's God. When you speak it out, you confess that we need, this is what we need to do. You receive it. You build your faith up where you can say it in Jesus' name. It will manifest. Amen. That's what he wants the body of his body to be. So where we can say in Jesus' name, you are healed. We're in agreement. You, we're, you're healed. And they go. And they go to the doctor's office. And they find out the test results are clear. There's, there's nothing there. Hallelujah. Praise God. God wants us blessed. The blessings are there. We have to choose that His Word is going to be final authority in our life. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. His Word is going to be final authority. We don't give ourselves any options. Yeah, there's plenty of options in the world but we do not give ourselves personally options to receive anything else. Is whatever the Word of God says, I believe it, I receive it, I have it. Amen? Because when you focus on the Word and you say your Word is final authority and stand on it and not waver, You'll see things take place that you've been believing for. Salvations take place. Healings take place. Financial breakthroughs take place. Everything. Everything. Blessed from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Amen. Someone needs a job. Agreeing with them. They receive a job in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. He wants us blessed. He wants us to focus on Him. He wants us to succeed His way. He wants us to prosper His way. Not be focused on the economy, but be focused on His economy because we are blessed by the best. 